everyone. Welcome to episode number 163 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This show is brought to you by FanBooster by Traject, which is the world's most complete social media management tool. And it's my tool of choice when it comes to scheduling, managing, and especially reporting on social media. Try that out for yourself for free by clicking the link in our show notes. I'm super excited because today we have Tolu Michaels on the show. Tolu is a digital entrepreneur, a personal brand strategist, and she teaches how to position yourself as a valuable expert so that you can attract quality clients and impact lives profitably. She is the author of Show Up, which is a blueprint for creating a profitable brand while doing the work you love with clients you like. Through her work with hundreds of clients, she's concluded that you can be seen, heard, and hired without losing yourself or compromising your values. In fact, the more that you put you into your work, the more you'll get people to notice, trust, and pay what you charge. According to Tolu, the world needs what you have, and I 100% agree in how you show up influences what they'll pay for. Now, before I bring Tolu on, uh, as you all know, all month long in August, we are talking about messaging, which is why this conversation is so important. You'll want to stay till the end because we have a free gift for those of you watching and listening. Uh, But in the Savvy Social School, we're talking all about messaging. And if you want to nail down your messaging even further, we've actually got a special treat for you. For those of you listening, if you're not in the school, we've just updated our free course. You can find it at onlinedrea.com slash free. And this course, we've got a really neat messaging trick that will help you nail down your messaging for social media posts. And we're giving you swipe copy that you can just fill in the blank, copy and paste it on over to social media. So check that out. The link will be in the description, onlinedrea.com slash free. And with that, Tolu, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you because... I, when I saw your application to come on the show come through and I read through who you are, your bio, I think I knew of you before, but like reading through your bio, um, reading through the impact and the work that you do, I was like, oh, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. Um, can you start at the beginning? How did you get started in branding and messaging? Uh, that's a good question. Thank you again for having me. So... I actually didn't plan to do branding. And when I started, I didn't know that it was branding. I decided to start helping people to communicate their message, whatever the message was. So at the beginning, I worked with people who were doing nonprofit work, people who were doing for-profit work, just to say, listen, if you clarify your message and you tell a better story, people will buy into what you're selling. But as Time went on, I found that it was beyond just writing, but also I started to say, look, it matters how you show up. It matters how you put what you put out there and people would listen or choose not to listen based on how they perceive you. So, you know, I started to study more about that, about uh, content strategy, about digital footprints, online presence management, you know, and when you put all of that stuff together, what do you have? Personal branding. So I actually now realize that, oh, yes, this is personal branding. I knew about personal branding, but I thought it was a buzzword and I didn't want to call myself that. But it turns out that's exactly what I was doing. And I derive a lot of joy from doing it because the thing is, 
the clearer it is to you what your brand is about and the better you're able to communicate it, the faster people will give you permission to help them. Yes. Okay. I love that so much because it's really the foundation of how we set ourselves apart online, right? It's mm-hmm. how we how we become known for something. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as we're kind of starting this journey into understanding our own personal brands, what's the mm-hmm. first thing that you recommend we look at as we're developing our personal brand stories? Personal branding starts with you. And I really like how you said that it's the thing that, you know, sets you apart, that helps you to to stand out and to be different. Because when you think about it, right, uh, you can't be doing the same thing as everybody else and expect to stand out or expect people to remember or choose you. So you have to do different. And the one thing that nobody can compete with you at is being you. So the easiest way to be different is really to be more of yourself. And personal branding allows you to lean into that. So the first place to start is really thinking, so who am I and what am I about? What what makes me me as a person? People, people sometimes skip this step because they keep thinking, Uh, Yeah, it's not just about creating a product and selling it. But the truth is, the more you put yourself into your product, the more unique it would become. So it starts with who am I? You know, what am I about? And when you're thinking about who you are, you're thinking about the things you're passionate about. You're thinking about your unique perspective. So, for example... Uh, as a social media expert, you have a unique perspective on social media, what it should be used for. Same thing as a personal brand strategist. I have a unique perspective on personal branding. So what what are your perspectives? What are your principles, your values? You know, what is your professional expertise? So what is that thing that you have learned to do or that you know how to do well? Even within your industry, what is the thing that is absolutely your zone of genius, so to say. So those are questions you can ask yourself to really just even find out more about who you are and what you're bringing to the table. So it starts with that. The very first thing is, who am I? And just think through those things I mentioned, your passions, your principles, your professional expertise, you know, your perspective. And then it is, what do I do? Because we get lost in titles so often And people find it so hard to clarify their messaging because you ask them what they do and they're just saying, "Uh, I'm a social media manager or, oh, I'm a finance expert. But what exactly does that mean? Like, what do you help people achieve? What do you do for them? How do you work with them? So it's important to be able to write that down and say, okay, I help people position themselves as valuable experts, you know, so that they can attract quality clients and impact lives profitably. So it's important to be able to really say, this is what I do for who, what type of person, you know, and this is the result that they'll get. Oh my gosh. Yes. I actually just (laughs) talked about this with my mentees in the mentorship program. So uh, for those of you listening who um, don't know this yet, I mentor social media managers and people who want to grow their social media management businesses. So agencies, freelancers, that sort of thing. And one of the things we talked about is like what we actually do as marketers for our clients, you know, oftentimes we start off with the list of like the features and benefits. We write <laughs> captions, we design graphics, we, you know, do all of these little things. But in reality, we're helping our clients be seen. 
We're helping them become known for something. We're also helping them by taking social media off their plate. So these are all the things that we use to describe our work that go beyond just the list of tasks that we do. So I love that you mentioned that. And then leaning into your personality also is huge. I think sometimes people shy away from that a little bit because it does feel... (laughs) It feels like you're exposing yourself, right? You're putting yourself out there. Um, But I think that also is so important when it comes to the people that you work with. Um, people like working with people they like. <laughs> so Absol- you- absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. In fact, if they don't like you, they won't even listen to what you're saying, you know, right. and there could be someone else who does the exact same thing you do, but somebody would say, listen, I really love the way Andrea smiles, you know, <laughs> or, or, you know, I, I love her face. So I love the fact that, oh, they see you, they look at you and they're like, oh, I think this person can relate to me. They don't even know that for sure. Just by looking at you, they have an idea like, okay, I like this person or I'm not sure that I like like them. So yeah. (laughs) And especially because there's so many people doing this, you know, leaning on that personality Mm. can be key. But one of the questions I get sometimes from especially newer business owners is how do we, how do we decide which pieces of our personality we share online? Like how do we find that line between, Mm -hmm. um, you know, talking about ourselves all the time and showing our personality, if that makes sense. Yes. Right. Thank you for that question. And what something I'm thinking about as you as you brought that up is the concept of having messaging themes. So there are one million things you could speak about. But then it's crucial to really sit down and say, okay, what are my messaging themes when it comes to my content? So just three to five things. Uh, because so people sometimes, you know, make some mistakes. It's either they're talking about just one thing. So because you're a social media manager, for example, you're only talking about social media all day, every day, or they only talk about everything, everything else that has nothing to do with the business. And so because they're just trying to be authentic, so to say, they speak about everything in the world. They speak to every topic. They respond to every trend, you know, they break every news. But it's it, it shouldn't it shouldn't really be uh, like that. It's better to have messaging themes, say three to five things that you talk about. So and it could be. So here's how to think about your messaging themes, what you do, obviously. So everything that has to do with what you do uh, behind the scenes of your work, the parts of your work you want to share, how you make decisions in your business, how you make decisions for your clients. And that is also depending on the kind of clients you want to attract. So if you want to attract more of like students and mentees, then you need to also be sharing some of your processes in terms of how you make decisions as a person, the tools you use, you know, things that you're willing to share about your work. And if it's people who you want to do work for, then you want to show behind the scenes of how you work with your clients, how you delight your clients, you know, and really what makes you different from other people. That's what I always say. You have to really know what makes you different, how you do it differently. And through your content, you communicate that, you know, just to say, oh, you know, I, I do this. You're, you're, you're stylishly letting people know that this is the part, this is how you think because people fall in love with how you think and then they decide that, look, I want to work with this person. So that's one, your work, your, your core work. The other thing that should be, you know, part of your messaging themes are your values. So a value that is, it's not the work, but it is a principle through which you filter your decisions, something that is important to you. So for example, even though, you know, I'm a personal brand strategist. I talk about leadership in the context of showing up. You know, I, I say things like when we show up to our businesses, 
we give other people permission to do the same. So it's it's a value that I hold really dear. And even though it's not just personal branding, it is the concept of being a leading voice, you know, being a role model and just providing an example and perspective for others. So your content is a vehicle for your values. So that's an opportunity to actually share what you truly believe to be like a hidden benefit of the work you do, the change that you're making in the world. It might sound cheesy or motivational, but that's okay. That's what makes you a human being. You have values. Another thing you can add to that would be something that is just for fun. Maybe you have a pet or you like, maybe you like pictures of the sunrise, you know, something <laughs> something that just makes you you. Nobody else has to like it. It just makes you you. And it shows that this is who you are as a person. So when you have that kind of intentionality towards what you share. Anything that doesn't fall within that category, you can then now really ask yourself this crucial question. If this goes viral, if I see this on the headline of the newspaper tomorrow morning, would I be happy? If not, then don't share it because the internet is a public place. So. Yes. Okay, so many gems. I hope those of you listening and watching are taking notes because you know when we think about I love that you said our, our content is a vehicle for our values and mm -hmm. how we can reflect that in our content on social media. Um, if mm -hmm. you're watching this, y'all know Gibson's in the background. He's always hanging back there. <laughs> He's part of my brand as well. And I use him as a vehicle as well to illustrate points because he has a big personality. And I think if we all were a little more like Gibson, we'd probably get a lot farther in the world. Um, <laughs> and so it's things like that that you can like layer into your mm -hmm. brand to help tell your mm -hmm. story. One of the questions I have is, how do we then take this concept that we're posting on social media, we're showing up as ourselves, we're reflecting our mm -hmm. values, how does that lead to sales? Like, How does that assist in the process of us building our business? Yeah, so three things that I know for sure. If people, if people don't know about what you have to offer, they can use it. So you can't help them no matter how how much you mean well, no matter how good your intentions are, they can't use it because they haven't seen it. They don't know about it. Uh, if they don't like you, they won't listen. If they don't like what you're saying, they won't listen. And how do we actually become liked? It's personality-based. It's not, you're not inferior or superior because somebody likes you or somebody doesn't like you. It's just preference. So uh, people look at your personality. If you show it to them and then they say, I like this person. It's also the same way sometimes we make decisions about who to support, causes to put our money behind because you prefer to make that kind of change in the world. You prefer the thing that they stand for. And so by the time you're sharing, you know, bits of your personality, you're sharing how you think, what you stand for, people are already making that decision to say, I would like to work with this person. And then the third thing is, if they don't trust you, they will not buy into what you're selling. So no matter what you're selling, whether it's an ideology or it's a product or it's philanthropy, they won't buy into you know what you're selling if they don't if they don't trust the message or the messenger so when you share content that reveals some part of yourself what you're doing is you're getting them to know about you you're getting them to like you you're getting them to trust you and then it becomes easier to present an offer sometimes especially with social media because this is you know the social media savvy podcast right so especially with social media it's um 
it's an opportunity for people to become your ambassadors. So you, you can gain a lot of goodwill from sharing more about your story, where you're coming from, where you're going, because people can relate to that. And so they can tell more people about you. And that way you're having a pipeline of both clients now and clients for the future. No matter what funnel you already have in place, so maybe you have, you know, an email list, you have a, a way to make sure that anybody who hears about you can eventually convert to a client. People will get into that funnel based on how much they know, like, or trust you. So sharing bits of your personality ensures that that happens. Sharing more about how you think and your story and your journey actually separates you from the rest of the pack. It makes you more memorable. So if I'm thinking social media or if I'm thinking social media agency, it's easy to think about Andrea's work, not just because I know about her, but because I remember her, <laughs> you know, she comes to my mind and that's what sharing your personality does. It keeps you top of mind. People are able to remember you even though they remember other things as well, but there is something different about you that is memorable, that, that is worth remembering. And that's just because you're you. So, so it's helpful yeah. in that sense. Okay. So I have a question because I think that, I, and thank you for that, by the way, because <laughs> I personally for years thought I was very vanilla, like plain person, nothing special. And I still think that a lot to this day. And I know a lot of people listening will go, well, yeah, I mean, that could work for someone who has a big personality, but what if I don't have a big personality? What if I'm just like born, like a boring, normal person? How, how do I then show up? You know what I mean? Like, I, yes. I feel like a lot of people are thinking that. I can't be the only one, right? <laughs> but do you realize that majority of us are normal people in the sense that majority of us are just that, you know? That's that's the reality. And And when you think about it, not everyone is fancy, not everyone is famous, not everyone is flashy, but everyone is fun in their own way. And no matter what kind of person you have, what sort of personality you have, you are not the only one in the world. There are over 7 billion of us. So there is always someone who likes your type of person. And it's a perspective to have, you know, a mindset of abundance where you're saying, look, the earth is full and there is always someone who likes and prefers to work with my type of person. But if you don't, if you don't actually show up, you would not know. Have you ever been in the situation where, you know, you meet someone at the grocery store and then you find out that maybe your parents attended the same college or something random and you suddenly feel like they get your whole life. You've never met this person before. <laughs> yes. It happens all the time. And I think that's part of it too, is like, this is a human experience and we all have something to bring to the table. Um, I like that. I like that. Just have fun with it which is huge for me. Um, you also mentioned a little bit about this concept of a sales funnel. And I want to kind of talk about how we as business owners, like say the right things to encourage people to buy without being sleazy, without being salesy. Mm -hmm. Like how do we, like, how do we balance that personality and still we are running a business here? Absolutely, because you have to make the money to sustain the message, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, it's still a business. And, you know, that actually gets better the more you know about your clients. 
In fact, I would say that the time that could have been spent trying to paint yourself as fun or as a different type of personality should be spent knowing more about your clients, knowing them to the extent that they literally say, wow, you read my mind. So you know how earlier you were talking about um, we help people get seen, we help them get heard, and then we take the work off their plate. That's a start, as opposed to just saying, oh, I'll give you 10 social posts and 15 graphics <laughs> and a, a story per day or something. But, but you're now saying, look, this is the transformation that will happen. So the first step is to know your ideal clients so well, like you need to know this person so well in terms of what are their hopes, what are their dreams, what are their limitations, what are their frustrations, what are they trying to achieve and what are they desperately trying to avoid. So that when you begin to infuse that in your content and your communication, they can read it and say, yeah, this person is speaking to me. Because at the end of the day, you're going to want to show them the following things when you sell. You want to show them a picture of them achieving the thing that they have dreamed of achieving. You want to show them a picture of avoiding the obstacles they so badly do not want to face. And then you actually want to prove to them that they're not going to feel stupid after buying from you. So that's where, you know, the testimonials come in, the, show, uh, the social proof, you know, come in and you need those. So as much as we're talking about, oh, be yourself, you know, show your personality. You also want to make sure that you have social proof You want to make sure that you have testimonials. Uh, you have other people saying this. I have worked with you or I have learned from you. And this is what happened for me. The key is actually to always show the transformation, always show the transformation, always say, okay, now when we work together, imagine like this would happen, this would be taken off your plate, or this is where you will be. You have to communicate in that language. So you don't have to use words you're not comfortable with, but it's important to say so. And I don't want you to see it as just being salesy, but see it as you're helping people make a decision that they need to make. So it's important to be clear about, look, that this is what life could look like after this and use those exact words they will use. An example is someone who is a fitness coach. Some people will just say, oh, you know, look confident in your new body. That's not the same as somebody who says, I'll help you fit in your former pair of jeans. <laughs> you know, that's so graphic. Like, yes, I want to go back one size. I want to fit in my former pair of jeans. So those are, those, those are some changes that, uh, you know, that you want to make and some additions. You want to make sure you're, you're communicating clearly the transformation. Yes. I love the transformation talk. Y'all already know, those of you who are in the Savvy Social School, we talk about this all the time because it's so important to illustrate the journey. And I love the example of being specific, like using the words of your client. This is so, so important. Um, wow, this has been such an amazing conversation. And I know those people listening want more of Tolu. So tell me, you have this personal brand blueprint. How do we learn more about your work Tell us about the blueprint. How do we get it for free? Yeah, so the personal brand blueprint, it's a guide to help you jumpstart your personal brand and you would learn what you can do to position, package, and promote yourself in the right way. And you can get it at tolumichaels.com slash personal brand for free. Yeah. So it includes personal branding pillars and key decisions you can start making today to move your personal brand forward. tolumichaels.com slash personal brand. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm putting this link in the description, in the show notes, and all of the links. Where else can we hang out with you online? 
on Instagram at Telemichaels, LinkedIn at Telemichaels, and of course my website, Telemichaels.com. I'll love yeah. to connect with you. <laughs> Definitely hang out on social. This has been so fun. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Drea. I love this. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And if you're listening, stay tuned because we have more exciting episodes coming to you very soon. We have really up-leveled the show, y'all. I know you love it. We have more juicy episodes coming. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you follow us for more details. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on YouTube. We are on Spotify. Anywhere you find podcasts, come check us out. We'd love to hang out with you there. And with that, thank you so much for listening. Bye, everybody.